When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. It is the peak of the holiday shopping season. Unfortunately, that also means it's peak season for shopping addiction, which can reach epidemic proportions. On this edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, I'll ask a tough question that perhaps only you can answer if you have the courage. Are you addicted to retail? Also, I've been inviting you to submit questions you'd like me to answer on the podcast, and you've been giving me some great ones. Today's question comes from a father who is worried about how his children view money. You may not have asked this question, but you definitely need to hear my answer, if not for yourself, then likely for someone you know, like those kids in your house. But first, are you addicted to retail? Is there a compulsive spender in the house? Shopping addiction can be hard to identify and even more difficult to face, in part because it's among the most socially acceptable addictions. After all, ours is largely a consumer-driven economy. Everything from the stock market to jobs to salaries and wages depends on people spending their money. That said, shopping addiction, also known as shopaholism, compulsive buying, or compulsive spending, can be just as destructive as addictions to drugs, alcohol, gambling, or any other habit. Just like other types of addictions, unchecked compulsive spending can drive addicts to lie, steal, cheat, and even commit crimes such as credit card fraud or forging checks to maintain their habits. If you recognize the signs of being addicted to retail, take them as seriously as you would those of any other addiction. It is not just a phase, and it won't stop without an intervention. Some signs that shopping could become an addictive behavior include you shop as a social activity or a form of recreation. You shop to address emotional pain or discomfort, ranging from sadness and anger to boredom or low self-esteem. You are often unable to meet financial obligations, such as paying your rent or utility bills, because of your shopping habit. You lie to people about your shopping habit. And you hide your purchases or evidence of them, such as credit card bills. Take a hard look in the mirror. If you are doing any of the things I've just mentioned, you may have a problem. And the first step to solving it is to admit it to yourself. Now, here are some ways to kick or help someone else kick a compulsive buying habit. First, avoid temptation. Know your favorite stores and brands and stay away from them. This includes not browsing their websites. Recruit friends and family members to help hold you accountable and help you resist urges to spend and help keep you in check. Also, know your spending weaknesses. For example, though I am not a shopping addict, I have a real weakness for men's fashion accessories and comic books. 
especially when money is tight, I know to not even walk past the men's retailers, including the ones with the fly silk bow ties, pocket squares, and designer socks, and also to avoid comic book stores that I could potentially pass on the way to my office in Manhattan. By the same token, avoid those friends and relatives who view shopping as a form of recreation or a social activity. Just as alcoholics can't hang out in bars with their drinking buddies, you must find other venues to socialize with your friends other than local malls and retail stores. Two, plan and limit your shopping trips. To control your addiction to retail, you must shop only when it's absolutely necessary. Shopping trips should be scheduled in advance as infrequently as possible and undertaken with the goal of buying only what is absolutely needed. Shop from a list prepared in advance that's been reality checked by someone you trust and resist the urge to buy anything that's not on it. Better yet, give the list to someone you can trust to do the shopping for you. Even hiring a professional shopper will be less costly than you potentially giving in to your addiction. When you're addicted to retail, impulse spending is your mortal enemy. Also, Recognize the connection between shopping addiction and overspending on food and drink. Generally speaking, malls and food courts or stores and restaurant chains go hand in hand. One form of compulsive spending is often compounded by others. And finally, number three, leave your credit and debit cards at home. Carry only enough cash each day to cover what you'll actually need to get through the day. Money to get to and from work and for lunch should be all you have in your pockets or purse on most days. Better yet, make lunch at home and bring it to work. You'll save money and have less to compulsively spend. Now, if none of these things work, meaning the spending continues or the urge is resisted temporarily only to give way to a huge binge, you must get help immediately. Seek therapy and check for resources online such as shopaholicnomore.com, debtorsanonymous.org, and shopaholicsanonymous.org. It is critical that you get to the bottom of why you spend so that you can develop strategies and healthier coping mechanisms that will allow you to change your spending habits and behaviors. Being addicted to retail can devastate your finances, your relationships, your career, practically every area of your life. Recognize the signs of compulsive spending and take aggressive action to protect yourself. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now, you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Welcome back to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund, Jr., Each week, I've been inviting you to submit your questions for me to answer on the podcast. I received a question from Malik Robinson of Newark, New Jersey recently. His question, 
My kids really seem to be developing a sense of entitlement in terms of what they expect to receive for holiday gifts. I'm concerned that their mother and I have not done a good enough job of teaching them the value of a dollar, and they're beginning to take things for granted. How do I begin to give my children a reality check when it comes to money? Malik, many parents wonder, when is the appropriate age to begin teaching their children about money? The answer, as soon as they start asking you to buy things, which can begin as early as four years old. So here's what you need to do, Malik. Order yourself a copy of Money Management from Grade School to Grad School by Ernest Burley Jr. This book provides key principles and practices you can implement with your children at every stage of their lives, from preschool to when they move out on their own as independent adults. Burley's book provides money lessons parents can use to teach a child everything from the importance of delayed gratification and a bias of saving over spending to understanding budgeting, credit, debt, and even insurance. He even includes strong, sound advice for financial decision-making for your children as they pursue dating and romantic relationships as teens and young adults. That Burley accomplishes all this in less than 150 pages is commendable to say the least. Major concepts covered in the book include patience, explanation, repetition, and reinforcement, a.k.a. P-E-R-R or PER. Burley stresses the importance of using the perfect strategy to teach your children good money management principles and reinforce and build upon the lessons as they grow and mature. Next is cream. Cash rules everything around me. You may remember this as the title of a now classic rap song by the Wu-Tang Clan. Burley urges parents to use this concept to help their kids to have a healthy respect for the power and prominence of money. However, Burley also stresses the importance of teaching children to keep the value of money in the proper perspective. The point, he says, is to emphasize the importance of money to sustain oneself, not to forsake all else for money. And finally, GSL, Give, Save, and Live. Burley provides this as a quick way to teach one of the most important money lessons, how to categorize income whether gifts from relatives, a weekly allowance, or a paycheck from a summer job, for purposes beyond just spending. GSL, give 10%, save 20%, live on 70%, lays out the importance of budgeting that even a five-year-old can understand, and most adults would do well to learn and implement. Let me be as direct and to the point as I can. All parents with children ages 25 or younger should immediately purchase, read, and implement the money lessons of money management from grade school to grad school. Thanks for your question, Malik. Hopefully, this will help to change your kid's attitude about money and what it takes for you and their mother to earn it. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed. How Decisions in Pursuit of Sex, Love, and Relationships Impact Your Career, Business, and Financial Success at GrownZone.com forward slash by love get trouble. And do not forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking so you don't miss any of these shows on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, 
or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening. Come back for more next week. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 